Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm Dave. And I'm John, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies, both new and old, with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to avoid lazy negativity, we've decided to make this here a little bit of a drinking game. Yes, we have. Simple premise, people. Anytime we say anything negative at all, anything negative at all, you can hear this sound. That sound means that we have to take a drink. And we hope you drink along with us. So pour yourselves a glass, but for fuck's sake, don't drink it just before this movie because it's three hours long and IMAX theaters are not easy to sneak out of. Three hours, 12 minutes. Cheers, guys. Pre-show shot. Let's do it. And shot of whiskey down the pipe. Also, while we're on this, fuck you, AMC, for selling sodas before a three-hour movie filled with running water. (laughs) And only having three fucking urinals. Designed to make you pee. You just showed us two and said three, so for that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, that's right people we are of course going to be talking about avatar the way of water the one the movie that, on a podcast oh, avatar man, the way bad. of water the movie that reminds us it's so much better to be friends with whales than humans dude yes yeah whales look fucking cool dude my, my wife came and see this, saw this with me and every fucking fish they showed she's like i want one yeah, yeah. Wait, uh, you know what though i'm gonna i'm gonna stand up a little bit of fish advocacy here okay whales other fish have no biological connection to them other than the fact that they can breathe using water so if a bumblebee is not a bird not a whale and a tuna and a guppy and a clownfish are not all the same they're not all fish i want to be clear about that yeah Uh, whales whales, mammals yeah yeah exactly we're also not talking about whales or fish because yeah. it's a different planet, so I don't know what the fuck they, they would be called. <laughs> it's me. All right, fine. I'll that real All right. People, if you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We try to keep it spoiler-free for the first 10 minutes or so, so you can get our initial takeaways, what we thought, what we felt about the film, unlike those stuffy critics who you're going to hear more about in a second. Oh, no. I sense a gripe. <laughs> i'm gonna keep it under a minute i'm gonna try without also i apologize ahead of time i, I re-listened to our avatar one episode and um to anybody to anybody listening on any speed more than one in fact to anybody who's listening on one x speed i'm sorry me too i'm sorry that's my most shameful episode dude you and i were blitzed we i was, I was just shouting at you i wouldn't let it go i was, it was i was living oh, in a time no, yeah, i wish I we had this button back yeah, the world premiere of that one. That was good. We had a made special for you this week, just in case it happens again. Yeah. Shout out to the Corona franchise face-off. Is yeah, that, we, that was not the face-off. That was no, the year of the movies the, of 2009. Uh, yeah. Movies of 2009 year. We did that, District 9. Yeah, District 9. We did District 9. And um, this uh, Avatar was actually in our Was It Really That Bad segment. So we did District 9, and I forget what else we did. Mainly because everyone Dave bagged it first. Everyone went and saw it and spent a billion dollars watching so, it and loved it so, and then bagged the shit out of it on the internet later. Well, so my, my question was, yeah. did our question was, does it hold up on Disney Plus? And for the most part, we said yes. Yeah, we yeah. agree about the story stuff, but we, I, we thought it still held up. Yeah, even I though, think so. Even though any Weird criticism little... John said, I told him to go fuck himself over Boy, and over. Yeah, no, no. Well, it, and it wasn't valid. I'm an asshole. Go back and listen to that episode, folks. Little Seven Degrees, Kevin Bacon, but instead of Kevin Bacon, Weta. Was Weta as involved with the first Avatar? Dave? I don't think I so. I don't know. I think I thought ILM was the first Avatar. We Me too. That. So so I think it's cool that District 9 was. Oh, cool. And now mm. we've come full. Uh, that's funny that we talked about both those movies. Um, and I think you could. Yeah. I think there was a giant leap forward. Weta was the only place that had to give him a room for that fucking long. 
I know. James Mother Cameron, high level guy. Fucking like releasing like 25 years of studios. Let's do it. Let's fucking go, Jeff. All right. So, um, well, let's let's shout our. But we're gonna get into Avatar, people. I promise. And then at the end of the episode, we're gonna give you some reviews. Rec- uh, sorry, some recommendations in our segment. What you've been watching? Where we tell you what we've been watching. Uh, it is the Christmas season, so we'll see if we get any Christmas or Hanukkah lists, Hanukkah movies on the list. And Dave, <laughs> it was your birthday this weekend. You were very drunk when I saw you on the night of your birthday. So yeah, let's just see unrelated to that. Should we maybe friend. not do the drinking game tonight? Uh, bro. Uh, happy no. birthday, Dave! Actually, cheers officially. Cheers. I didn't get to be Thank with you. One more pre-show shot. Birthday, I, t- I turned fifty and drank like a twenty-year-old, and then learned a few things about why you don't do that. Actually, you drank like two twenty-five-year-olds. That's yeah, that's what's Dave's up. Dave's definitely so. out drunk. Every single one of us. John, let's shout our sponsors out really quick. Speaking of beer, speaking of beer, his name, the legend, the great. The myth, the man himself, Carlos motherfucking Barozo. You can find that guy on Instagram, cbarozo.beer, C-B-A-R-R-O-Z-O.beer. Give him a handle. Uh, give him a handle. Give his give handle. handle a motherfucking <laughs> follow. Uh, we also have some music provided by the artist Dasein on this episode and every single episode. That's Dasein, D-A-S-E-I-N. All of his music is available for free on all of the music platforms. A new piece launched recently. I mentioned that the other day. It's doing really well. I suggest taking some time and listening to it. It's fucking awesome. Nescient is the new piece. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's fucking let's do, do this, it. Dude. All right, so um, Avatar in one second. The final little bit we have to get through is our weekly gripes. Our gripes of the week. We set the one minute timer and we just get some shit off our chest, so that way we don't, you know bog down the rest of the episode with our shit. But I promise sure. we're going to get to Avatar right after this segment. So stick with us, folks. This is our lives. This is what we're going through. John, you're in North Carolina. Congrats. You're back in the mountains. Do you have a gripe for us today? I do have a gripe. Go ahead and hit it. Here we go. To the fucking assholes who sat beside me. Jesus. At the 10.45 p.m. showing at the Grove in Los Angeles, seats H17 and 18. (laughs) You motherfucking cunts talked through the entire movie in oh a foreign language so i feel i also didn't feel like i could like really say anything because i didn't want to be because i didn't know if it was just a culture thing but you talked the entire time it was unbelievable i've never i didn't know you some people could talk for three fucking hours but you guys <laughs> fucking whispered and talked full-throated to each other the whole range for fucking three hours i'm sure we the fuck up tra- shut the fuck up translates to any language yep. oh my <laughs> god Jesus Christ. Sorry. Personal, but that is my gripe. That's it's okay. it. Yes. Jeff, what you for got? all of them. Yes, all yeah. of you. What the fuck? Mm. Oh, my God. Sorry to hear about that. Right. Did you have a gripe for us today? I had a couple behind me that I thought were going to be like that, but they, they weren't. They turned out they only commented when, like, the comments they made were, like, reactions. Right. So <gasps> it was it was kind of good. Right. Yeah. Bat- um, Batman comment, comment uh, comments are okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, my, my gripe is uh, not movie-related. It's science-related. All right, let's do it. Ooh. Science has come up with all of these wonderful things, like, you know, vaccines for <laughs> this and vaccines for that. And not once have these motherfuckers developed a better hangover vaccine than yellow Powerade. <laughs> Where is my fucking hangover vaccine? It took me a day to recover from my birthday this year. Oh, Possibly boy. a day and a half. I might still be in recovery. I'm not sure. Where is my fucking hangover vaccine? Hair of the dog, baby. <clears throat> That's what this show's for, I guess. I love it. Science Glass of V8 make- and two raw eggs just cracked right inside it. There you go. Science so- make my life better. I love yeah, it. Yeah, science. I know you. I know you discovered fusion recently, but get your shit together. Hey, science. 
What are you, Republican? <laughs> Honestly, dude, you're like personifying an entire state. I love it. Jeff, what do you got to? I've been waiting all week. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so last week I bagged Jesse Green of the New York Times for being a total cocksucker about his review of K-pop, the musical, and he knows what he did. People, Google K-pop producer's response. Get at it. Now, Owen Gleiberman, it's my turn to come after you, motherfucker. That's right. I clicked on, he writes for Variety. I've been following him for years because I had Entertainment Weekly. I read a cover to cover, and he was their chief movie critic with Leah Greenblatt. And now there was an article that was five worst movies of 2022, which already it's like, uh-huh. oh. Yeah, but we it had these. But it had Amsterdam on the poster. So I was like, oh, this could be a pretty good List, right? Because Amsterdam was number one. And you know what? He's right. But in sure. that top five, number five was 3,000 Years of Longing, which I was very disappointed that he put that in there. And number three was Bones and All, which Dave and I just saw. The number three worst movie of 2022, which, by the way, has an 83% Rotten Tomato score among critics. And the, the audience cr- review is very favorable. And he starts it out with this. What if they made a cannibal youthquake fantasy and nobody cared and nobody cared this guy loved tar nobody saw tar i don't see him giving a shit that nobody saw that i'm going on i don't give a shit so this motherfucker (laughs) this motherfucker shamelessly is dragging movies that are well received and well liked simply because he didn't like them the subjectivity that is getting in these critics who are abusing the privilege they have of seeing movies ahead of time and telling them whether or not we should see them because he was bored it's the worst movie fucking morbius came out this year how is that like how is this on the list and that's like it, it makes absolutely no sense Three Thousand years of longing same thing fine you're a little bit bored about it but there's two different kinds of out of touch for critics number one is out of touch like this movie's so good we should give it oscars even though nobody saw it that is an out of touch that i think is okay because they know more about cinema than somebody that just wants to go masturbate in the back of a, of a nudie movie i get it that makes sense but this kind of this kind of out of touch i know it's almost lazy for me to say out of touch but this is really out of touch and it was the front at sonic that this, that's it's really that and nobody cared. Nobody saw a fucking Fableman's either, but I don't see him dragging that. This is just totally taste. It's totally subjective. Worst makes it seem like it's objective. It is subjective. Say it bored you, but don't tell us it was the worst movie, Owen Gleiberman. That's fucking lazy. And I, it's variety is so much worse off because you write stupid shit like that. Also, why why are we focusing on the negative? Like, why are we getting so many of these worst movies in the year? I get that it makes clips. It's, it's I get a, that it makes clips, no, but I, I need to see your shame. Stop, stop being fucking negative. My best, my favorite movies of the year. Do that. Everybody click that. You'll walk away. You'll either agree with it or not, and you'll feel good, and you don't have to be a bitch, basically. Exactly. And especially exactly. in this especially in this climate, the thing that we always try to say is, like, most of these are still worth going to see. And, like, I, I don't know if I would want to tell anyone not to go to a movie theater when they don't, when nobody goes to movie theaters already. You, why would you yeah. incentivize people to be like, yeah, movies do suck. Like this is His why I don't go to the movies. His whole fucking industry depends on people going to the movies. So if you take a movie that definitely some people would like, I don't care if they're kids, but if you're sitting there saying movies suck, these movies suck, and this is our, this is the only person that gets the screeners and gets the right reviews about them, that then people aren't going to read reviews, and then we're going to have what we have now, which is we have a lot of people that say no good movies came out this year. Yeah, they did. You just don't follow the critics because yeah. you don't. You're out of touch with them people don't know that the fablemans came out or it's autobiographical about spielberg people I, don't I feel know like, about the phantom of the open which we thought was charming or yeah. mrs harris went to paris or vengeance i feel or like these this, other year, was, that are this year was our most positive year ever 
I loved this year. I, I, my, my list amazing. is it's really hard Dude, to come up with my list because I loved so many movies. British film, yeah. horror film, you name it, everything. Barbarian was great. X yeah. and Pearl was great. Pearl, um, Prey came out this year and yeah. that was great. There's so many good movies. And because everything of people- Everything Bardo, Blonde, Tar, it's just, that's unreal. Blonde's and then when you And then when any of these movies can just be- <laughs> And when any of these movies, even 3,000 Years Along, you're fine. It didn't land for you. Yeah, but you can't gun. say it was one of the worst movies of all time. George Miller spent four years to make this movie. Like, there's no way that it's one of the worst movies of the year. We well, said this. Who's this fucker? Was. I'm going to punch him. Owen no, Gardner, I, I'm not going to do that. He's I'm been not, a critic for gosh, decades. Yeah. But we'll, it's we'll like, get, I was going to banned off Twitter if I say that. I was going to ask you how long he's been writing because this is the kind of writing that you could get away with in the 90s when people saw movies every weekend regardless. They're, you're just trying to steer yeah. them because movies open and stayed in and theaters for a, a lot longer. Next to a giant ad, this it, is you not know what helpful I mean? so it was like, right now. Yeah, it's so unhelpful. It's, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up, man. And now we'll segue into Avatar. Thank you for letting me go over time because there are there are there there is reasonable critique to be had with Avatar, regardless of how we all came out on that. We know that we knew it sure. about the first one. There's no way that this movie, unless they completely reinvented this imaginary world, which he wasn't going to do. There's no way that that some of the same criticisms from the first were going to translate into this. But actually, I was inspired because I read very briefly. A, generally, the reviews of, of Avatar: The Way of Water are positive, but there are some, and people, it, it must be clickbait. Like, here's one. Astonishing, enthralling, exciting, immersive. None of these words can be sensibly applied to the three-and-a-half-hour wet Smurfahontas stodgathon that is Avatar The Way of Water. And wow. this was a top critic. This is a top critic. He said Smurfahontas. That is, that is so uncreative and, you know, a little bit racist. A top critic said Smurfahontas. Yeah, it's fucking racist. And I'm pretty sure he came from Australia. I did just laugh a little bit on record. I mean, it it did make me laugh We laugh at the absurdity of that we're living in a farce. I mean, Trump is president. Like, we can laugh at these kinds of things, you know? But to say immersive, this can't be applied. Exciting, this can't be applied. Bro, people rode a whale. Like, (laughs) what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm not allowed to say astonishing. This is the best 3D technology that literally has ever existed, and I can't use the word astonishing. What the fuck has happened to criticism in this in this world? Oh my god, Look, movies are already... so fucked. Thank God people don't pay attention. I to mean, the, it's it's like the Simon Cowell shit. It's like that became the popular thing to do, which was to rag on people, Me, and ding, and they ding, know ding, that, I, and they know that people are going to read it if you're ragging on it simply for the experience of oh, aren't they bitchy? You're it's, right, and it's and it's wrong. It's 100 percent wrong. Simon Cowell wasn't the first, but I, I've never, certainly at no Guys, point you know did I know do? 30 million people tuning in to see if they agreed with the shitty guy. You we know should I mean? start a podcast where we talk positively <laughs> about films and drink. If You know yeah. what? I mean, honestly, we are we are a breath fresh. Every time we, this comes up, it does make me realize, yeah. like, I'm very happy that we're doing this just because there's so yeah. many, the clickbaity kind of things. I, I'm having, I'm even, when you're listening here, I'm having trouble like trying to think of movies where we would say like explicitly, like you shouldn't go see this. We usually still critique things. And if we don't like them, we still usually say it was worth seeing and you should go decide for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, the it's... only movie I've ever said turn off was made in the seventies. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody hungry, made people. us watch Stay, Stay Hungry. hungry. Yeah, nobody... <laughs> All right. Um, this is relevant to Avatar, though, because we should get in, and there is reasonable room for criticism. If that's the of course, I, I, Matt of course. Mark, I love Matt's thing. He was like, similar to the first thing for me. It was brilliant. Could use more story. Whatever. It was fun. Go see it. Talk to you later. Like that's great. That's like I love that. And sure, if you actually think a movie's bad, I great. I bet but you just they didn't know, say it that quickly. 
Actually, it was really quick. It was really quick. No, I was like very proud. They have two hours. Actually, hours they probably did like, say it that quickly. Like and then they talked great. about something else and then something else and then something else and ended up going away <laughs> from it for hours. What would have been a two-hour podcast into a 30-line, not even, 30-word Okay, let's talk about this movie, That's guys. Why, Thank you. Set that it up. is why you listen to the Mad Mark movie show. Mad Mark movie show, you want to hear them just get on a tangent and fucking just roast each other and fuck with each other, take the piss <laughs> out of each other and talk about shit. God, they're fucking hilarious. I love their list. We went back and forth. The Matt love Banshees, and I'm pretty happy about that. So, James Cameron, I think yeah, this is too. his... Banshees, we didn't list, list that earlier. What a great movie. I think it's my favorite of the year. Okay, so James Cameron... Ooh. Co-wrote and di directed. There's five story credits and three screenplay credits on this. But James Cameron had his hands, his paws, his fins, his gills all over this one. Um, he decided to take Avatar on the planet of Pandora underwater, as the title suggests. We'll get into that soon. But um, I think you know the deal. We got Sam Worthington back as Jake. Who is that? I still don't know. Zoe Saldana. Sigourney Weaver, sort of. Stephen Lang, kind of. Kate Winslet. I'm sorry. I, I got to say it even though that... It surprised some people in the audience behind me who still didn't know, but we're, we're saying it on the podcast. Kate Winslet was in this movie, um, all mocap, and you know the family. I mean, some other surprises. When, when James Cameron calls and goes, "Hey, can we do this voice?" It's like voice. Yeah, you, you, oh, yeah, she you, threw her body into that. You know, she put on those. Oh, yeah. she put on the suit. Well, yeah, um, all those scenes are mocap. That's for sure. Um, yada yada yada. You get it. You know what the drill is. So here's the here's the IMDb pitch before I send it over to you for your initial takeaways, your initial reactions. What did you think? What did you feel? Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with the Neytiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their home. Without further ado, what'd you guys think? 3D IMAX for both of you, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I went Lincoln Center 3D IMAX. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Go for yeah. it, dude. You just Dave saw it, right? today. I saw it today. I was in row E, so that thing filled my fucking world. D. Row D. Yeah. That's all I could get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, that was... It was like... Yeah, as well. It was like... <laughs> this sold This sold like a Marvel movie, so it was like impossible to get tickets last sold minute. Sold like a Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> the Marvel movie sold like Avatar did 12, 13 years ago. Yes, it did. Um, I went. I went into this. I was like, when they first they first announced these, I was like, who asked for this? Nobody really asked for this. Then he took like what nine years or something. And uh, I don't know. I went. I went in thinking, am I going to enjoy this? Is this going to be more of the same? And it does start with a little, you know, tourism New Zealand video of uh, Pandora, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, shit, we're just getting more of the same. And then. Just when you think that it's like fucking boom, they introduce a whole other postcodes and you're postcodes. out in like different sections of the world. And it was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Plot wise, they kept it simple. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that at all. There's not much new in the plot. They definitely set up a couple of interesting character choices I'll talk about later that I'm curious at seeing the result of. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I felt like this had more more stakes than avatar to be honest. Cause there was a couple of like human elements, human decisions there that were made that I want to see the outcome of. Um, I loved it. I thought it was well-paced. A couple of people exiting my theater didn't. That might wow. be because they took the soda upgrade. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> your, your back teeth are floating by the end of this. You're sitting there like, oh, I, gotta, I, I can't miss the end. I can't miss the end. It's like dancing in your seat, but you stay. 
And uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this uh, technology I'll talk about later, but holy fuck, dude, I will talk about it in a positive manner. I thought this was yeah, great. No, this is, this is three hours with... of complete and utter escapism with the, color, with the color ramped up to like 25 out of 10. Can't wait to talk to you about the frame rate thing that I'm sure you know more about than... Yeah, it was very noticeable. I'm excited to talk about it. was that a couple well. of times it yeah, it didn't sit well with that projector, did it? No, I want to talk no. about it. I, I think, I think everybody's noticing it. Not. I'm wondering, I, did they just not have time to re-render a couple of elements? That's literally what I thought. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there too. That's literally what I think too. I, anyway, look. Um, what Matt said. <laughs> I think ultimately that's my takeaway. Like it's it's fine, you know. Like oh I still, God, even though funny. that there's uh, was, there's was, so much. It's funny. I was this. gonna let that go because you're like what Matt said. If you said what Mark said, I would have gone straight. Like, <laughs> oh no, did Mark fucking shit on it? No, oh, really. God, I gotta hear it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's like an hour and a half of this movie where it's not really moving plot forward, and you know I'm a huge proponent of like when movies find creative ways to tell a story through other means than plot. So, you know, it's not that I'm going to like generally try to criticize that. Um, but that being said, there are absolutely times when this movie does feel like it's, there's a creator behind this who wants to put you more in the world than tell you a story about the world for about half of this movie. However, because he does that and he does it so well and it's so immersive, the stakes of the story when it does kick in again, there's, it's like it happens at the beginning and then it kind of kicks in again at the end. Uh, you know, you do feel it a little bit more because he did such a good job of building the world. Hmm. Um, so if you have the patience and you're a fan who likes Pandora and the Avatar thing, I think you're going to be very satisfied with this. The yeah. technology, which is the hook here, I completely agree with you, Dave. He is not breaking new ground with story at all. This is classic, just like the first one. He is not trying to do something new at all on the page. Everything technologically and filmmaking-wise feels new, feels yep. like it's it's happening for the first time. So if you want to have that experience, I'm not saying this necessarily in a in a negative way, but it is. I do think it needs to be said. This was the most I think I've ever felt like I was in a theme park ride versus a movie. Like it didn't feel like cinema to me. It felt like something else. It felt like I should be at Disney world and this should be like, here's the new, the newest technology that hasn't made its way to motion pictures yet. And you're getting to like sit inside this immersive thing and watch this new way to see 3d and, um, performance capture, which was a lot of it really was absolutely seamless. We'll talk aesthetically about whether or not uh, it worked aesthetic, you know, aesthetically for me, um, a little bit later because it all kind of feels like high def and that's kind of where he's going with this technology and it kind of feels like you're you're there it doesn't feel like you're watching you know a movie you can't the the depth of field is changed because of it the way objects interact with other objects is uh it's it doesn't use the the concepts that a lot of traditional 2d filmmaking relied upon to create beautiful aesthetics and because of that, it's like it, it creates this whole new language. But again, that is it's extremely effective. So I still think uh, if you go in there for story, you might be a little bored for half of this movie. If you're going there to just live in Pandora and trust that he's eventually going to pinch your emotional buttons and you know get to get some family oriented storytelling in there, you're going to get it. But um, that was a very long way of saying I think I totally agree with what with what Matt said. About half of this was not story, and you just. I wish I, I didn't wish I knew it going in, but I was a little aware of it 
about 90 minutes into swimming around with whales. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I am um... hovering on the button right now. <laughs> uh, I'm with Dave. I, there are, there are things in the story that I'm happy to get a little critical about with you, John soon. Um, but I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. My, for me, it's world building. You know, I got to believe the world. I got even, even plot means nothing to me if I don't believe the, the world. Um, which of course it's, that's, that's not like a, you know, brave thing to say, but, um, and of course just world building isn't enough. Cause you're right. I've done theme park rides that have gotten bored of afterwards. Um, there was something, there was, there was, I kind of wish he went a little further with certain little things that I'll talk about in a second. But as far as just living and existing in the world, I'll just say the best review I can give is that when they were doing this, I'll just say world building again, um, in this new place, you know, which was yeah. Character development, but not like, I always use Game of Thrones as an example, but like you don't realize how the plot is moving forward sometimes, but it is. You realize it when it's too late. Like the Arya and the Hound storyline. It seems very slice of life until you realize what was been building for six episodes and you're like, oh, that was plot. I didn't even realize it, you know? It was like masqueraded <laughs> as as just a slice of life. In this yeah, case- And, and, and other times you're going like, can't see him. Yeah, <laughs> get out of here. My TV <laughs> look great on my TV. Mm. Ah, yeah, that's because um, your said. TV was was set in fucking sports mode. <laughs> um, Good so, call, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so, disagree with I agree with what you're saying. So, um, so there was in this case, it was a lot of character development to help with the conflict when the conflict comes. But again, what I'm trying to say is the best compliment I could give is. When the conflict came, I was bummed. In a good way. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, yeah. oh, damn it. I wish no, we didn't he, have to do that. I wish we could just thing. keep like, this going. I, I feel like distance, this was so. so long because he made you live in that world and then they relocated yeah. and he made you like the first, yeah. the forest sequence was to let you get to know the family. Mm -hmm. And they did that well. You cared about those kids. You cared about like them as a family yeah. and you were and then, then, then they were like, we've got to save the family. So they went to the new area and they spent time getting to know, like they went through yeah. the whole training thing with the water, but that was mainly to get you invested yeah. in that location and their connection with nature and everything. So when all of that was threatened, you had a slightly more visceral reaction. I think they pulled that off. I think so too. I, sure. what I would say to, to about the story is I, I pictured this like uh, the Renaissance of Disney, you know, the, basically the little mermaid through um, the hunchback, you know, that era of Disney. I do think some of those stories were just a little bit cleaner and a little bit, obviously more concise. Um, you know, they didn't need an hour of Timon and Pumbaa to, for us to like get into what that was. Um, although there were some kind of Quasimodo and Timon and Pumbaa elements of this as well. I think there's some crossover to be had, but I looked at it. I looked at it as that way. The story is very, very simple because the point the point, you know, the point of The Lion King is essentially Hamlet. Uh, the point of this is, the first one was very much military, nature versus um, versus uh, the it military, was, really. Well, yeah, it was about the environment. I mean, this one still is, yeah. but this one is, is way more about acceptance, uh, way more about why, why, why do we choose, we said this earlier, why do we choose our differences to be the things that define us rather than our similarities? Also, if, if there is a, a, a religion, it, has, it should be the planet, planet-centric. Any religion that doesn't come planet first doesn't, isn't, doesn't make sense. Anything, and I think that last one with Home Tree was like a little too simple. It was a little too Fern Gully for me, whereas this one... <laughs> Even though like, it's just it's Fern simple, it's is going to be Disney. referenced forever. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean that's but that's what this is. You know, even more than Pocahontas. Um, but I think that just the J James and I'm sure he's 
I, I, he sleeps very well, of course, because he has tons of money and he's he spent a lot of things that were made using industry. But he really does love the planet. He cares about it and he cares about its people. And I think yeah. he, he does still have some dated, I think, ideologies that come through here, which I, I, I want to talk to you when we get to spoilers, specifically when it comes to certain characters. And I'll just tease. I think he could have really done himself a, a great service of killing. Don't say it. Don't say it. Let's hold on. <laughs> um anyway there there is there is there is there is wow what i would all I'll say is there is a point to this movie that is more than con a continuation of the last movie the yeah. response of the last movie was in, was indigenous culture saying thank you we've been saying this for years and nobody listens to us and then they see our movie and then they question it and of course the world also... changed for the better and everything's great now no but now so now it's more about acceptance bringing people together and ends so i'm not saying that that is makes this movie a good experience necessarily but it worked for me and i was rooting for it in a way that was very emotionally investing and mm. that's what i think but there's also there's, that there's... cautionary tale thing as well like they thought they'd won <laughs> when they made them all leave they thought they won so they took their hands off the wheel were safe and it's like you can't like in that particular way if you're fighting for a goal that big you can't stop you can't take your hands off the wheel and go, no, it's okay. We're done. We've won the fight. Mm -hmm. There's always some motherfucker that will poke their head up and go, no, you have won the fight. How meta is that for James Cameron? Uh, two points. <laughs> Jeff, to what you were saying, it is something that I kept having to remind myself because we can't forget as a viewer that this is a part of a serial ongoing linear story taking place on this planet. So, Half of my issues with maybe the story things that um, did feel like they were servicing the serial journey, of course it has to be there because he is trying to mm. connect this over five movies. That's a, that's insane, but he's trying he's to do that. Knock it down to three, right? At this point, I mean, <laughs> our, that'll four, depend on how this are, goes. They're already three. working on four. I've heard. I have. I have friends who know people who are working on it, and they're apparently that's the best one. Word on the street. <laughs> Is wow. they didn't get any notes back from the studio, and everybody's obsessed with it. Everybody who's working on yeah, it says the studio's it's their distracted. One. They'll come through a one year like, before the at release. One point, do, do you think after page like twelve hundred, they were like, just do whatever you want? <laughs> I mean, it's it's Fox Searchlight, which is now Disney, so it's you know. Uh, the <laughs> other thing I wanted to say: the Disney money about halfway through the production period. Yeah, no, they're fine. Um, they're going to make their money back. the The other thing I wanted to say was that they already made their money back. The number one reason that oh, yeah, I think haven't. most people should go see this movie, and I had kind of forgotten that I got this kind of catharsis from the first one. I had some gripes with the first one, and everybody was so hype about it, and I was a little bit of a nihilist about it, so for sure I was, I was trying to fight it. But I felt this feeling on the first one. I definitely felt it this time. If you want to take out your rage against the human race, this is James Cameron getting fucking even with what the fuck is wrong with humans. There is so much catharsis on what we do and how we live and how we apply all of our best, like the, the, I'm not giving away crazy spoilers here, but the fact that there is a scientist on the ship. So like yeah. even with our best intentions, how we are always roped into the bottom line and how that is dictating everything we do and how that is almost always catastrophic for our environment, wherever we are, whoever we're dealing with, whatever we're dealing with. It's, it's it was extremely cathartic. The last are you, are you hour of this about movie, the marine biologist, yeah, yeah, played by yeah. Jermaine Clement as well. Yeah, I might add, I like yeah, that was a great little cameo. The last hour of this movie is going to well, make right, you feel like was, yeah. this is really really great. I also think, and I can't get away, you know, we can't get away without saying this. 
I did feel a little bit, and I don't blame him for this. I think James Cameron just wanted to get back in the ocean. I felt very much yeah. that a filmmaker oh, who loves water wanted to justify a story so that he could go back to it. And we know we're at least going to be signed up for some water for at least another one with the way that this thing teased it out. But I felt some homages to a lot of his early work, Abyss Jeez, did and Titanic. Did Titanic come up at all for this or what? Good God <laughs> almighty. I mean, I was seeing some of the same shots, but you know what's fucking crazy? I think crazy? Spider actually watched <clears throat> Titanic because he he really understood the aeronautic, um, the aerodynamics of, not aerodynamics, the, like the buoyancy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, hydrodynamics and buoyancy of boats sinking. But even that, you have a director who has been working with this kind of like a visual theme, like the ocean and like things... Uh, a lot of action happening in the ocean. He did shots in this that were breathtaking with, yeah, with yeah. shit started hitting the fan. And we started seeing visual language of a ship sinking, water rushing in, people getting injured, people being thrown from boats, people dealing with sinking ships. And it just, it, it's how he, he keeps doing it. And it just keeps getting more and more impressive. It, it is, it is really incredible what he's able to do with that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. the ships you know that he built, the building, oh, yeah. th th that might be my ultimate takeaway from this. The actual construction and production design that went into the physical aspects of, that they shot of this movie are insane. It is what movie magic could be. His blending of performance capture and yeah, the a mixed reality was amazing. It was really, really. You couldn't successful. tell. Like you there really were there were times when they switched to digital models on those ships, and you couldn't tell. I mean, it was mm -hmm. honestly, yeah, it was fucking nuts. Not to do with the frame rate thing. We'll talk about that because those are the only times it took us out of it. I think a little bit, but um, yeah. But, I, I mean, left this theater. Even as someone, I'm probably the most critical out of the three of us. It sounds like, and I still had a good time. And I left the theater thinking. Only in an Avatar movie can you have that kind of experience. I might go back again if yeah. you want to have that experience again. It doesn't exist anywhere else. He oh. owns it. It's exclusive Guys, the to whales, Avatar. The whales had henna tattoos. Like, what other movies are going to give you that kind of specificity? <laughs> and shit I mean, like that. I, like, we'll just let it go because, like, they never even talked about who put them on there. We, of course, we assume it's there's them. There's a lot. I, I yada, would say yada, yada. other, <laughs> other <laughs> things do justify these things. I, I, I mean, I want to say, this, you, you get a whale on Earth and try to give it a hand tattoo, it's going to kick your fucking ass. So, yeah, Earth whales would never <laughs> yeah. let, it, get us, let us get away with that. Um, Shout out to the whale. Good movie. Before we move into spoilers, I need to talk about two things okay. the facial rigs and the okay. water sims. Because, oh my fucking God, those water sims were amazing. I am in awe of what they pulled off. They must have recoded ex half the ex like, Explain the that for, for my family so, who listens and has no idea what you're talking about. And bas that, basically, I mean uh, the, the oceans are pretty easy to do. So the ocean surface, that sort of thing. Anytime you saw shallow water, though, oh, yeah. that is very, very hard to do. Like people coming out of shallow water, the water drops falling off them, things running over other objects and stuff like that. Like the one scene where he's tightening the belt on the the creatures they ride and you just see the splash of water yeah the built, there's an the argument going on color, yeah yeah there's, there's an argument going on on reddit right now as to whether they actually shot real water there and used it because it looks so fucking they, real they actually put those I little bulkhead balls on the water yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> little mini ones on all the droplets <laughs> i don't know for to be honest what part of that was real and what part wasn't i, I suspect it might actually be water yeah, sims and it was all if, real if they've if they've recoded those to that level of detail it understands one why this movie took so fucking long to make yep. um but also it's like that is some next level technology that none of us have access to yet guys oh, you, you can't do that many... at home on da vinci resolve i you cannot <laughs> no i've got a houdini dude and i can't even do a water sim like that like <laughs> how many how many terabytes 
of Avatar <laughs> er- Erotica. Do you think this guy Actually, this sunk written- FTX. They used, they used too much um, energy and they, they needed to use their yeah. cloud software. I mean, has James Cameron had a normal sex dream since he started dreaming? I mean, Does he I, know I how like bad his- that is for the environment? Has <laughs> <laughs> he had a normal sex dream? I actually wrote down and I, I, I was questioning how late, how long my family you would listen to this before I said this. All I said was how many terabytes and I wanted to say, like, how long is my family going to listen before they turn this off so I can say this? But I, I wrote down, did James Cameron ever fuck the ocean? That was, Honestly, a, that was a thought dude, that I ocean, had. The ocean, the avatars. He's Not just... anything inside of it, just it. Just getting back to my uh, boring technical <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The facial rigs. He mm-hmm. he came out uh, basically before this movie and he straight up said to people who were interviewing him, Marvel can't do the level of detail we can do on faces. And I was like, you arrogant yeah. fuck. Like, right. how dare you say that? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, look at Thanos. It's all like, you know, blocky and that sort of thing. And then I watched this and I was like, oh, fuck, he's right. He's absolutely wow, right. Yeah. Like the detail wow. they, that these rigs are capturing, like the hardest part is the mouth, obviously, because like it, they never quite got the mouth right. It's like why Moff Tarkin and Rogue One kind of talks about a corner and all like this. But uh, yeah, it's the, the detail on this is both like absolutely amazing and horrifying for digital doubles because they have nailed it. This is an absolutely yeah. 100% realistic, granted they're blue aliens, but it's a 100% realistic human performance. They've captured yeah. every possible expression they could. They've captured every curve of the lip. It's phenomenal. Like They must have built something phenomenally new and detailed for this. And, they must have and built it's it very exciting. Five years ago. Or six years, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they were filming with it six years ago, it's just... I mean, they, you 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 film with the uh, you film with the basic building blocks, and then you add that detail later. But like if they were yes. if they were mocapping with this, yeah, they had to have that technology. So James doesn't what... like that term, Dave. He calls it performance capture. He does not like calling it motion motion capture. It bothers oh, okay. him. Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, mm-hmm. James. That's for James. That's for James. John's uh, going to drink for yeah, I'll, I'll drink, I'll drink for that. Um, but yeah, you know what? Terribly sorry. In his defense, what are we talking about right now? Like, it worked. Like, whatever yeah. that mindset drove his anger in production meetings to push it further and, and further mean, with technology, it served its purpose. It looks fucking incredible. It's so amazing. I didn't have a snarky comeback. I just took the note. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what blew um, me yeah. away was the, um, the, the blending of the blending of performance capture and visual elements. Let me give you an example. There's a scene where they are pulling themselves up onto a rock out of the ocean. So it's another yeah. shallow water scenario. And I mean, you cannot fucking tell what's what's real and what is, you know, I, totally I the any effects. of it was real. Except for clearly just their skin, basically. <laughs> like this. What I, what I like think to... Any, you don't think any of that was real? No. Whoa! Whoa, like the to, opposite. Whoa. Wow. To, to bring this in because because I feel like the I story mean, any, anything involving the Navi is hundred percent not real. Like they're right. They're not there. So that's a water sim running off them on top of and all the, the animation they're you doing. Don't think they're, you don't think they just shot them climbing up onto a rock and then put the Navi No, the rock would have been just a set in the open stage. The ro- the rock the that whole scene is not real. Really, really yeah. Unreal. Unreal. To pull this back to, to the movie, because I think the, the conversation the, the, uh, among everybody seems to be 
the effects are amazing. You were in the world. It was breathtaking. It was mind blowing. You thought Top Gun was going to win all the Oscars, but this actually is. Yeah, this is going to fuck then, Top Gun up, sadly. And this, the story is the same. Nothing new. It's, it's for, you know, for it's, a film it's that, in the purpose to. For a film that apparently had no visual effects and is an upper visual effects Oscar. <laughs> um, but I will say that all of these things we're, we're, we're talking about, it's not just introducing us into the world. Like, um, what, what's a movie? Oh, honestly, I, I hate to make the comparison, but like Wakanda Forever, when they showed the underwater sequence, it was so quick. And, and they mm. did, it, it's not their fault necessarily, but like it would have really bogged the movie down if they took this kind of time. It was just a different kind of movie. Oh, you know, Ryan Coogler is going to see this and sitting there just going, fuck me. Well, well, he's he's going to sit there and be <laughs> like, look, underwater? I, I didn't have the time. I, my, <laughs> yeah. my movie's not, the movie was about Wakanda. It wasn't about this. He's on the phone this. to Weta he, right made, now for Black Panther 3. <laughs> Well, uh, if he made a movie about that, then he would have gotten knocked and he knows that he was he was in a rock and a hard place because he really I bet you he really wanted to spend more time to learn about this new civilization and culture that is is relevant and has storylines that overlap and such. But like they they rushed it, you know, like mm. there was just nothing else you could be said. I don't even remember what it was well, called. They I don't remember they any people that they were couldn't there go too the far like into it either because they don't have the rights to that character. They can't use oh, name all by yeah, himself. Again, so, yeah. hand, totally handcuffed. Yep. So this, though. And and maybe I'm just gonna say think Disney for this because you're right. It's not a lot of plot, you know. And and the kid bullying stuff. There's nothing new or original about that. You know, I wrote like Land Before Time was an example of when when they go beyond the the ridge and you you go out into the ocean a little bit oh, yeah, and the yeah. bullying and stuff. I'm, I'm not not. There's no spoiler really thing, but like so it's just it's like it's it's a little Disney like and and yeah maybe all of this is just to set up a good battle sequence, but. I was along for the ride. And so to sit there and be like, because there's no plot, therefore it's boring, is your point of view. That doesn't necessarily, I totally, whereas with Marvel, I, I do feel like people tend to fill in the blanks a little bit more than I do. Where they say, "Oh, but this character, but that character," and it's like, "Okay, that's well, just see, not yeah, what Marvel, I saw." Marvel has what that I whole backstory. This, so, when yeah. I saw this, I, 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 felt, I saw this kid get bullied, and I, I was along for the ride. I really felt this experience happen rather than just well, I'll reference learn it new, back learn, to the, the it, guys it wasn't behind just learning me. new information. I was experiencing yeah. the news, so it was a part of me. By the time we got to the battle, when he, when I, he, I felt like that was when he got to like the yeah. hey, look at this, 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 this hand. It does amazing the hand things. Thing I still don't really get the guys. No, it was no. I get why because they were happy, but like the guys behind me were pissing themselves laughing already because they knew what was coming we all knew what was coming yeah yeah, yeah. show me your fingers yeah yeah, yeah. i think yeah. Right, should, we go, into, should only, we go into spoilers let's go into spoilers let's go into spoilers yeah all right we're spoiling this movie people we're that was ruining a long, it that was a long time without the spoiler yeah we're like 42 minutes in crazy long time but I'm, it's okay I'm, I'm it's back. relative to the length of that movie we're still dropping the bucket here um <laughs> that's all the people are I think listen the to only, us we, we do want to say things that are a little different yeah, yeah. than the other stuff i've been hearing about hmm. i think the only uh the only sequence you know just talking about this that i really did get like my red flags were starting to go off where i was like why are we watching this i don't really know what it's doing um is in that first sequence where they're free diving with the other kids yeah um that really is the only time where it goes on a probably five or ten minutes longer than it needs to and to your point, what you were saying about how stories are developed and you don't realize that? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I think that was the only time where I really did feel like I'm not I'm not seeing anything other than them enjoying the world. And I think I think the only mm. criticism, not criticism, the only um the only real obstacle that James Cameron is always up against whenever he makes any movie, but especially these movies, is that James Cameron is behind these movies. So like, <laughs> you know, 
that he's doing it. Like everyone, the marketing is so attached to him and trying to push the technology forward. And so there, that was the only time when I was really thinking these shots are just for James. They're not for me as an audience member. They're, they're for him. He just wanted us to live in this world and to prove to us that it would be fun to have five or 10 more minutes of just them swimming through because they had already established that they couldn't breathe very well underwater. They had already established that she had some things that she was able to do underwater that no one yeah. else could do. And so she nothing could new was learned. Her name. Yeah. Let, me, let me look it up. That she, I guess she could her. breathe. I don't, yeah. I don't quite know no, she, what well, was she, happening. She could, she, yeah, she didn't need to. I, I guess she, she didn't could need hold to. Her yeah. her, do we ever figure out who her dad was? Uh, no, no. Uh, there are many, many theories about that. Yeah, I'm sure it's Jake or the Colonel or no, it's the, the planet. The science guy. It's Immaculate Conception, dude. It's dude, the, it's the planet, planet, dude. It's right. Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Fuck the planet, dude. That was me yeah, and my yeah, first yeah, mushroom yeah, trip. Yeah, she went dude. full that Rick was, Sanchez. Uh... Yeah, the werewood tree <laughs> fucked her. <laughs> Been yeah, there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely a werewood tree thing. They're communicating across the world, right? And they have memories stored in there. It's fucking brand, man. This is what brand should have done. I just pulled, gone I just, in the water. I just put a handbrake on a joke right then. <laughs> no, 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 don't do it. No, that monologue where she's like, I'm not saying it's intelligent, but it's aware. It is aware. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah. it was very sensual. I was like, it touched me. Yeah, it was yeah. um, what the hell? What the hell was her name? Kiri? Was that her name? Kiri. Sure. Sure. I mean, I cared. I cared. I cared. But I don't know. Yeah. Kind of the Game of Thrones thing. It, I still don't know if so I can was, tell you any of the characters. No, Kiri Sigourney Weaver's name. What's 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 the? It was exactly name? like Mission Impossible. You care about them, but you don't know the names. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're exactly right. Dave. I remember I two. When you're right, you're right. Spider. Yeah. I don't remember the two sons. Older and younger is what I got. Just remember Took Took was fun. That was a fun addition. Took was fun. What the fuck? There's Soraya. I think was the and. Oh fuck, man! I don't know. I knew them while the movie was happening. Trying to look it up, but yeah. Are you just I'm trying to look it up? It up but I, it's, I, yeah, but it's I can't figure it out because I'm looking at the, who they are in real life, and that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, their, their, their IMDb photos should have been the characters. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'll, I'll get. I'm gonna get mildly critical because I'm, I want to. I want to do the compliment I have, sandwich. Right? I have Complimented one. It. I have one big criticism. I'll get to that after you. You sure you okay? Yeah. I. I didn't. I also didn't love the way they did the exposition at the beginning, where they were rushing it, because um, we keep saying like, "Oh, the world building." It really slowed down. Yeah, but what else they did? They fucking slipped. The humans actually came back, and they they really could have used. I know this is a a, a long movie, but I mean, one of the, we have to sit there. What's interesting? And one thing that's really interesting is that they get this colonel guy back to life, the gen, whatever. And that you have to know that that's that's a little cheap. So you really got to do a good job to pull that off. And they kind of yada yada it. We saw him come back to life, and they just said, "Oh, the memories. Okay, fine. If you want to yada yada yada, that's fine." But then they come back to Earth. They blow half the the forest away. So you have the whole deforestation thing that's going on. And then they time jump a year. I was like, that seems asinine. And then you have one train sequence and yeah. one little like tracking sequence and then they have to leave the time and jump like, did not sit well with me either i must like, admit well it's like okay so it's we possible and also that the, footage was oh, in there and he's like no you can't release a four-hour movie yeah and <laughs> so I, he must have known that he, he was willing to take the loss on that he has we'll, to know yeah, that he's we'll, going to take a hit on that we'll get a Disney the voiceover, with, which covers voiceover that year. we have kids now we have yada 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 and then 
I, I really couldn't believe when they blew up half the forest and then they just stayed where they were and it said one year later. And I was like, what? You just yada yada over the whole, the best part. And then literally we saw one train sequence with the looting and then one tracking sequence and that was it. That was all right, it. All right, was, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry, surprised. I'm gonna pick And also back. Jake, Sel- Jake Sully sucks and Zoe Saldana's great. And they turned Zoe Saldana into Frau Farbissina from Austin Powers. Because there were a lot of, she is the most, now she's the second most interesting character. Because I think this daughter, whose name I forget, is the most interesting character. And they didn't go full brand with her. That was really interesting, what they could have done. And I don't and know, Zoe, Zoe became interesting after the uh, the death in the film when everyone, everyone in my audience out loud said, oh, fuck. Yes, me yeah. too. Well, because we all know she's the most interesting character. But the fact that she always needs to do whatever Jake wants to do because he's the man just proves that a grandpa made this movie. And that's why what I was trying to say before is he should have killed Jake. Because I think... Yeah, no, but I think the most interesting thing, but we all know Jake Sully is, is the least interesting character in this movie. Also, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with using traditional ways of looking at family and society. So man is first. The, the, the female leader is also very important, but tends to be a secondary role. And I'm not going to sit here and knock the movie just because they didn't get modern but with that. When we get to but, the other tribes, though, it's the other way. Kate, no, it's not. That it guy really is still in charge. No, he's, they, he, they want Kate Winslet to be the one did you to not, not see but that, him. Like, yeah, he was he checking looked at her, her every time. Yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, I, I think you're right. So, I, I, James Cameron is aware of this, but I think Zoe Saldana turned. Yes, she turned when the the son died. But but the fight came down to Jake Sully versus the guy still, which is what was written in the script. I'm not knocking it for that. I'm not knocking it for that. But it becomes fathers and sons and sons and fathers. And I think what would have been really interesting. And I, this sounds crazy to say but kill the oldest son kill the father and then the women have to take over i i really think that would have been a very bold move that would have justified a lot of this other stuff but instead we're stuck with jake sully still and i think that's a big miss and a big well, loss so those are my biggest that's the other thing though like movie. we're gonna have there's this back and forth because he is definitely targeting her not him like he cares a little bit about jake sully but he cares more about her because he's now found out that she killed him so he there's a rematch there and yeah, I, the, I don't think the they wanted. To, I don't think they wanted. Yeah, I don't think they wanted to do it in two. I think they want to do it yeah. in three. They could have reintroduced the. They could have introduced a new villain in this that could have been interesting. But they decided to go Kylo Ren. But um, but anyway, I agree, dude. I I thought that they were going to go that way, and I thought that Jake was going to be the one who who gets killed because I do agree. I feel like they kind of put her. In a little bit of a box with this Frau one. Farbissina, I, people were laughing when she was like, ah, da, 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 and she made these loud noises. People were like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, guys, she's becoming a gimmick. This is too bad. She's definitely the most interesting character of everybody because she accepted Jake. This whole story is because of her. She accepted him. She she convinced him to become, and she's the power is in her vulnerability. And I just, I don't, I feel like we could have used more from her and, and Jake. There's just nothing we could do about Jake. Also, the most interesting yeah. part about Jake is that he couldn't live up to his brother. He was the perfect Marine and Jake wasn't. You know what I mean? And that part is not in this movie either. So it's anyway, absolutely in this last... movie. Are you kidding? The two the two sons. But not from Jake. One's the perfect warrior and the other one is constantly trying to get the attention. So why do I need Jake? Why do I need Jake Sully now? If, if, they, if it's you're Jake, right, the Jake's, so well, Jake's message in this one was that you can't run away from your problems. If you run, it's they find you anyway. Of, not an episode of Seventh Heaven. He's the lead of a major franchise. <laughs> All I'm hearing is you actually had a lot more criticism and you fucking pushed out in your opening. No, 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 no. Because I agree not. with everything you're saying. I think my biggest, I, I wanted no, that to happen like with the Jake The story too. was thin. I just, no, no, I wish no, no, they made no. some different choices. Well, I mean, I, me too. I think that that would have made the story more interesting because the story <laughs> was kind of thin. It was a lot of very traditional stuff, which 
is fine because you know the storytelling is so so profound and so so you know state of the art but I was hoping that that was going to happen or something like that was going to I was waiting for something to be subverted and I do completely agree that the opening in general bummed me out even that first shot through the clouds I was like did they just throw that in at the last second like the very first shot I was like that it feels cool. very yeah. unintentional like you just kind of come through and then you're here and then uh building up to the and time there jump a, there was a definite fade out and back in mm -hmm. there as well like literally it felt and like the, they like the rendered it last over. minute they were they like just, the just throw it in one, there but... and it, it doesn't matter just we need to have something so, so the voiceover doesn't start in black and the voiceover didn't bother me they had established that before so it's part of the language in the first one um but then when they I didn't even mind that they built very quickly into having a family, but I do agree. I was so blown away visually by the humans coming back. That was incredible. The destruction yeah, it was of the forest. Immediately forest. destructive, yeah. Unreal. I was like, oh my God, this is apocalyptic. And then and I the felt way like they build those new sorry, just to, the way they put I think that's new technology where you open and then you have these, you immediately went into let's build up camp in a way that has never been done before, right? Like with it was very Terminator-like, where you created this new futuristic society, mm. and it all checked out, and we got like three minutes with it. Sorry, back to you. Yeah, no, no, no. I just, I guess that's what I was. Every time that James Cameron thing I was talking about earlier, I felt like they, Dave, maybe you're right. Maybe he shot plenty of other stuff, and there's an hour of extra movie where he spends more time in the forest. But there was a, the first time I had that. Damn it, James. Like, I know you want to go to the water like more than anything else. You just want to yeah. go back to the beach. But I felt like he kind of he missed an opportunity for me to feel the longing and of leaving the forest. And he kind of yada 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 it. They had to do it. There was a reason to do it. It's not that it didn't line up with the equation of storytelling. But so there's I, danger in that. They they had to know that they're gonna bring danger with them too, you know? Yeah. Well that, that I was just wanted to, I wanted them to the fight. I wanted they I guess said that several I was times. I was expecting this to be a little bit more than ex expecting is not even the right word because I didn't know what to expect. But it, the way it ended up playing out, he put so much weight on getting them there as quickly as possible so that we can have, you know, fruitless meandering swimming around in the water. As I'm sorry. As quickly as possible. There's a, there's it was a, a fucking lot of it. hour in. <laughs> Rel relative to. It, it wasn't. I don't think it was an hour, actually. It I don't was, think it was. An like, hour. I, was, I was like, do I want to pee? 40, 45 minutes. So no, we were still in the forest at that hour. point. I think, I think no, so. I, I think they had left before that. But relative to the length of the movie, it's still pretty quick. So relatively quick, relatively. Um, <laughs> I guess I was expecting this to be a little bit more like Cloud City and Empire comes in. And it's not the same thing. I know they don't end up spending the rest of Star Wars in Cloud City, but it gets introduced in that movie kind of late in the game. But it still, it, it becomes just, it's just an environment for people to have their new circumstances taking place. And I think if he had treated it that way, where we had spent a little bit more time in the forest, created a little bit more angst for us to have to leave, and then forced these family into this new environment, the actual turn at the end where he says, literally indicates and says in the last voiceover, this is our new home, it would have been more of a deliverance for me. I felt like he wanted me to get that message for the last two hours because he really made me feel like the filmmaker was excited for that to be their new home even if the characters were still building up to it. Speaking of speaking of like old movies like Deliverance, was that an apocalypse now out of the water shot that I spotted in the middle of that? Absolutely, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake like fucking pops up, yeah. That was cool. Wait, I want to I want to shout out one shot cuz I want to bring it positive again. The shot is very similar to the shot positive in the Batman shots, right? with the upside down. It's unbelievable. For me it was 
Where's the horizon? It's on the bottom. Where's the horizon? Yeah, the, the one where the horizon's on the bottom. And I was like, what world are we living in? And then the camera was upside down and it flipped. And are you talking 3D, about I, I like, when he's swimming with the tukum? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, full um, fucking vertigo. That down. was awesome. I was like, I was like how like, has nobody done that before? I was like, yeah, that is shit. so effective. And it's I don't so care, beautiful. And, but also we talked about like the focus and the changing frame rates and stuff, but that was perfectly in focus the entire time yep. he shifted. And that was like They rendered that thing like 50,000 times. They were like, no, 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 there's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, Guys, tell me if you felt this way too. I was like squinting when they were underwater because like when they start getting pulled through the water at those high speeds, I was like, the only technical thing that is consistently bothering me is that they are vehicles, the his family, not maybe not the new ones, because we maybe they have, you know, their eyes blinked sideways like amphibious, some amphibious creatures and serpents. Yeah. Theirs did not. I, can, I was like, close your eyes a little bit. There's no way that doesn't burn the shit out of your eyes, getting pulled through the water at like fucking 50 miles per hour. You don't think they had they, like they the, I mean, the swimming like, over I, it I, or whatever? Like, oh, like when he, when only he happened, told the thing to go full speed, he did That was it. the only time it happened when the yeah. two couldn't pull them like 100 fucking kilometers an hour or whatever the fuck it was. But I don't know. That was like, there were a couple things like that. And you know what? As you're working on tech, Dave, I know you can attest to this. When you're working on anything that is technical, uh, with with films, but I think it's probably true for everything. The further you go and the better you get at achieving technical success, the more you see the mistakes and they start to become more and more and more apparent. So like there were a couple details that like was, that. That was the only time where I was like, oh, that's going to hurt. So you agree with me that like you didn't, like there were, it kind of, he kind of left it away. He just like didn't really talk about how that would have hurt their eyeballs. Um, no, no, that when that one time when he was like, go faster, and he started squinting, that was the only time I was like, yeah, that's got to hurt. The In other the times when they were getting pulled from those other things, you didn't, didn't think? Didn't bother me. Have you ever water skied and gotten pulled underwater? That shit fucking hurts, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I've been dumped by an Australian uh, wave, dude. It, yeah, it fucking hurts. <laughs> anyway, I don't, don't want to get started. I want to say one other, I, another I, thing that I actually, sorry, you go ahead, Dave. You go ahead. I did my one gripe uh, that I had. I'm, I'm going God. positive after this. We're so talking, uh, we're talking th pretty much end of second act third act um <laughs> when they got when they <laughs> got into the battle and we're yeah. into the battle and okay. explosions and gunfire and all hell's breaking loose where did the tribe fuck off to there was a bunch the, of they absolutely either... left their fucking daughter and fucked off. Oh, yeah. It yeah, made me wonder, like did he have the coverage and they just cut it out? Because, like, where did a lot of them go? I, mean, I know there was a fire was, circle around the ship. Because like, yeah. we saw them at the end and they were all there. And it they was like, guys, there. there's, which, there's still people on the boat. Help out. Yeah, which basically means... <laughs> you fucking spider is helping you, out. You and went out and you saved your whales and you fucked off. Honestly, there were a couple of those. There were a couple tracking things where they, like, left. And it's like, why aren't they still tracking? Yeah. Um, you're right, Jay. That, yeah, yeah. That, 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 again, I just, I just have to think Disney, which is funny. That because was my Disney... biggest like plot hole that I, I found. It, it just, it scaled down and became just about them. Yeah. And I'm wondering, did they shoot that earlier? It's tough when you're editing those big action scenes. Like you're somebody establishing came, these said true that, lines. Right? Somebody, somebody said it. Somebody said it. Somebody along what? the way, like you mean when they were making story these credits on this. Yeah, somebody yeah. said, "Where's the rest of the tribe?" The well, daughter no, I'm is staying sure, with sure the dead son. I'm okay. sure the, the yeah. team of editors. I hope the answer sure was, oh, no one will notice, because fuck, I noticed. Yeah. Some editors like, look, I'm in charge of this scene. Yeah, and no, no, I yeah, know yeah. it would help this movie <laughs> if we saw one kind of greenish person as opposed yeah. to this blue family. Because like well, literally, also, literally the, the, chief, with... the chieftain and the, 
the like the chieftain's wife, I guess, left their daughter in the, the hands whale of these people. <laughs> killed all the humans, which by the way got the biggest applause of the whole oh, night yeah. when the fucking whale was killing humans. We're like, yes, whale, kill those people, kill those humans. But then there's did, no humans to fight, so why is it that Jaws everybody theme else? Okay, okay, well? okay, okay, okay. Wait, I did hear the Jaws theme. I'm glad you called that out. That was my other big yada yada that I was really pissed off about. Fuck you that they could figure out the whale's language that quickly. That bothered me I was just so much, that. dude. They were nah. that whale was speaking in full fucking sentences to that kid. Before it may, maybe Kate Winslet's character when she like sister, I've known you my whole life and I grew yeah, up here. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe even then, bullshit. You know, fuck you. It doesn't. They don't actually know how to speak fucking whale language like that. I way. get the but feeling. The kid, I get the sense, but not actually like. Language, when he was yeah. like, "Tell me what happened to you." Just show us that wonderful scene where you go yeah. inside and like, touch the thing like that. That makes sense to me. And then maybe make gentle gestures. I literally, there was, I felt bad, but like it just came out of my mouth. There was one moment at the end where like the whale said like three sentences to the kid. And I went, Jesus Christ. Like I just said it out loud. Like there's no fucking way that that kid is listening to that whale say those three sentences. Why are we even looking at that for, subtitle? For it's everything ridiculous. we've come out with in the last five minutes. Yeah, no, it's all of us. Cheers, guys. No, fuck you. That was that was ridiculous, dude. That is well, James being like, they'll get it. It's okay. Just put it in there. Yeah. The subtitles weren't even that necessary. All I needed were I the responses from the kid being like, you were hurt, weren't you? I know I was hurt, too. Like, that, that's all you need hmm. to do. It didn't need to. I hope. Oh, no, I just thought it was weird. I did notice I you he... only got the subtitles after he learned to understand it. Yeah. That happened in a day. Yeah, it did. <laughs> right? I mean, also, it, I'm sure it was weeks in film time, but yeah, day. Also, another, I'm going to say Disney, even though, honestly, I think Disney would have, the, the Disney in the 90s that I know would have done it better, but um, they also, um, the language shift. I, I saw this in, I think it's called The 13th Warrior with Antonio Banderas, where oh, the, lang no. the language shifts. So they're speaking Navi, but we yeah. hear English. It's yeah. really complicated, though, when humans come and they're speaking English and then the Navi comes back and it's like, OK, which why we, you know what I mean? And so it, it's too bad that they, I just have to say, look, I James love Cameron, the way they did that. No, but then the back and forth. I mean, it, it, we love it because it's convenient for us, but it is it is not realistic at all that. OK, good. They're speaking. OK, cool. It's English, even though we know it's Navi because they said the line Navi sounds it's just like English now. But then when you have people speak English, oh, you got to speak Navi and they're speaking Navi. And it's like, yeah, because oh, that scene is from their perspective. Yeah, but the, the, the perspectives get a little shared. About the Marines it's, when they're the avatars. Yeah. When they're because like, they, they can't speak it yet. I anyway, guess I assumed that fine. they, it's, they it's, didn't it's even fine. try it's to fine. do it. Anyway, and Edie Falco did a pretty good job. I wish they kept her for more. I don't know what it is about yeah, all the Avatar movies now. where any every villain has to just drink coffee. Hey, if she's on, if she's on a ship say, in the, if she's on the ship in the forest. <laughs> okay, drink coffee on the main ship, but you're not drinking coffee in a helicopter. I'm sorry. Okay, but anyway, but again, like, it's whatever. No, it's a Disney no, no, movie. Sometimes you just need your fucking coffee, dude. We're not dropping that, dude. Those Marines drank coffee. I don't need coffee when I'm in a helicopter over the fucking Jurassic Park islands. My adrenaline is high enough i do not need caffeine maybe that helicopter was took off at like 8 a.m you know what guys they, they know that there's so flying proud. creatures that want to murder them they're not sitting there going they've oh, got I'm 10 tired. minutes I could you guys well. feel could you guys feel the tension there is they, they built that they I, I guarantee you they built that fucking robot arm they wanted that close-up of that robot arm bringing that cup of coffee to her i Fine. could see just there yeah. was a glimmer in edie falco's eye where she was like this is good. That was she was like, we didn't have any of this shit on The Sopranos. She was like, I didn't get a million right, episodes. And she was fine. I in was the, like, in the third one, if she doesn't get a get away from her, her, you bitch line, I swear. I wish I had more Edie, but anyway. She didn't come back. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I again, actually, I guess we're supposed to believe that 
they I were feel so like we're gonna see more far ahead. away. Yeah, like yeah, they were so yeah. far and away, the daughter, they just I didn't the, come. The daughter's got to take over this franchise, right? Unless they Game of Thrones it. Um, but also, I think. Did I just lose it? Wait, hold on. Don't move. Don't stop. Hold on. Let me let me get Eddie it. Falco, let me find it. Coffee. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Shit. It's gone. Uh, what were some of your favorite shots other than? Um, oh, at the end when when the when the when the sun goes into the ground and the the amoeba things like take him underneath. I'm all about maybe it's this mushroom touching. documentary I watched where like fungi. <laughs> Where like animals die on cliffs in the Arctic, and literally mushrooms come and decompose the body and take them into the yep. earth, and it's like the most stunning thing in nature. Are you it's, learning it's, about? Are you learning about the fungi network that runs underneath? Holy like, shit! Don't it's yeah, unreal, for, dude. but like, yeah. so, but again, it, our planet's amazing, and, and people because their religion and their their religion of 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 greed and and money, whether it's actual like Christianity, which to them means I believe in God, therefore fuck the planet. Uh, because whatever, I'm gonna die and go to heaven anyway. Who gives a shit about the Genesis? Planet? And um, <laughs> yeah, sure, Genesis 100 checks out. Yeah, no, oh it's five hundred. But, <laughs> um, but um, or or of course capitalism. And and I actually I very disnified. Obviously, it was like a little bit of an eye roll that all they took was the little yellow shit. But at the same time, it, just eat the at least I, save it for food. You I know didn't I mean? find but, like, that an eye roll at all because it was literally the wasteful nature of humans. It spoke exactly. Yeah, to, exactly. So that's why it was, like, I would say it was like a little disnified. Take this one but, little thing. I've killed this whole fucking creature for this one little vat that's worth eighty million dollars. I wish they at least said, <laughs> yeah. "Well, some vultures will eat it. It won't get wasted." I wish they said a line like it that. Got I know wasted. It was still laying under the water a week later. Like I wish. Yeah, we do that. I wish I wish they at least said we should. Oh, it doesn't taste good, but like the ocean will eat it. It'll, it'll. I wish they just gave us a little something. But it was literally just all we need is this. Thanks. But at the same time, I, I do think that, I do think that for this particular movie, which I think was a, a Disney version of what could have been a really cool adult PG thirteen film, which is what Avengers wants to push the age limit on these kinds of movies. Avatar did not. Avatar was trying to make a kid friendly movie for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I good do call. think that. I mean, it definitely fell within the PG and anyone fucking it. Look, if I was 12 or 13 and I saw this movie, I, I, I really might think this is the best movie ever made. And I think that that moment would have really fucked me up for a long time to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, we, we do this all the time. We do this. Why does a diamond need, uh, you know, child soldiers to get it for us and yeah, conflict no, zones good. and stuff? I, like, I do think that. So kudos. Yeah, I do think he pulled off the whole, you know, the war against what is the you know the worst of our race and like how we seem to just do this without movie, any problem i think the first movie had and i like the first movie and even in rewatching it i think the first movie had way more cliches than this one so this one might have like plot and story structure cliches but yeah. guys not everybody's a movie critic <laughs> who gives a shit you know and it's like the other one had lines that were cliches character cliches this one was plot cliches and i'm i Great. Give me a, you write down a new original plot that you can pull off. You know what I mean? Like I, I was okay with it. I really was. I was absolutely okay with this. Are we? Uh, I feel like we're we... winding it down. Should we yeah. talk about Kate Winslet being underwater for over seven minutes and breaking Tom Cruise's record for an actor going underwater? <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. I Especially didn't know that. since Tom Cruise had an extended clip before this movie. Actually, you got that right. I don't um, I didn't see no. all the trailers, but are you talking about the one where he jumps out of the plane and thanks people for seeing Top Gun? No, it's the one where he does the motorbike stunt from Mission Impossible, the new Mission Impossible film. Oh, he I literally he rides a motorbike off the cliff and base jumps off the motorbike and leaves the whole cool. thing live with drones and oh, shit. I saw it and, in the trailer. Yeah, like, and it looked, was really oh my sponsored. God, we were making so many jokes about like, yeah, <laughs> 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 like, 
<laughs> um, no, there is a, there is a new trailer where him and Chris McQuarrie are in a plane or helicopter, very high above, and they are talking and they're yelling. And he's talking. He's basically thanking people for seeing Top Gun. He's saying it's going to be streamable starting next week. And then he jumps out of a plane and he continues the commercial while he's literally jumped out of a plane. Yeah. No parachute yet. He's just like falling out of the sky again. Thanking. Thank you so much for making yeah. Top Gun. You know, a big movie. It means so a much study, to us. He takes his poly- his parachute. Thank sucks you. the life out of him with his vampire teeth and That's keeps right. falling. Yeah, it, I, I thought that was really cool. It has nothing to do with Avatar, but um, the Oppenheimer trailer was cool. Apparently, it's uh, there will be yeah. blood does nuclear fission, but um, it looks cool. Really yeah, I, cool. I love that they've apparently done the nuclear explosion explosion practically. Yeah, we talked about that. That has been the year. subject of much Tell ridicule on the internet. Like, did it not look like the oil rig in, in there will be blood? <laughs> Didn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, I think it looks cool. Um, all right, we're there, done with spoilers. There, there's more to say about this, so let's um. But we'll have to till next time until that daughter takes over because she's. So I think cool it's fun and- to. This is the last thing I'll say because I kind of made the point earlier. Try to imagine watching this twenty years from now in your rewatch of all of these movies. I think this one is going to fit correctly as the yeah. second installment. Somebody's yeah. going to be high with a three D TV. That's like I just want to live in Pandora yeah, for an hour, the, and they're going to be and, totally. Yeah. You know what? They're going to watch and the holodeck that- twenty years from now. I don't want to sound like a criticism yeah. there because we can say that about all of our favorite big franchisee serial. You just want to go live in that world. But this one may be even more because it does rely so much on very That's traditional plot. storytelling elements. It is literally just so you can say, I just want to go to Pandora. And you know what? I think that's what James Cameron's goal was. I think that from the reason he started, mm. he just wanted to prove to people, I can build a world that is so fucking realistic and immersive that you're just going to want to go there and you don't really give a shit what and happens. You know why? There. Because Disney <laughs> is building Pandora. Are they really uh, yeah. in the parks? Uh huh. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure it's Disney. Might be Universal, but uh, here we go. The kings of erotica. Of the, Disney of the, Entertainment. It's not Universal. <laughs> Disney owns them. It yeah, not that's be true because they they get bought in Fox. So yeah, they they are building a Pandora. Um, I, the Lord of the Rings. Terabytes. I push play on the most is just the first one. I just want to hear that opening can't, credit. Can't roll. wait to see the, the cosplayers for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the music and I want to spend some time in Hobbiton. That's it. I don't want a scene with Gollum and Sam and Frodo. I want to, I want Hobbiton. Yeah. I want the feel. It's worth a visit. But that is also one of the greatest stories ever told. So I don't really want to compare those two things. Because... Touche. Um, so, guys, there's as always, there's going to be some meat on the bones, but it's over an hour, so we got to get on into our final segment, what you've been watching. Guys, great conversation. Thank you so much. I'm only going to regret a couple things I didn't say such as life but now it's time what did you not say hold on wait i have no I'm idea i don't you... remember i don't know oh, okay it doesn't matter i thought you, you were saying you're holding that's what back. i'm saying that's what i'm saying um focus on your similarities not your differences people and go fuck the ocean all right people it's time to get into our final segment what you've sometimes been watching the ocean fucks back sometimes mm, so... <laughs> sometimes there's a werewolf tree underneath that you can just link up to and giggity sprout <laughs> all right dave let's start with you and our round of what you've been watching any recommendations oh, i had a, I, one of those uh hell weeks my my i was complaining last week about my work week where it was like 70 something hours in six days and this week yes. work went hold my beer and gave me 70 hours in five days so i didn't see much what we did do though i was make time a, and a half i did yeah i did a rewatch of uh black adam with my wife Uh-oh. uh oh uh she loved Why? it Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Good. Great. She thought See, it was, critics, well, we I mean, like it when people like If you watch it at the end, it's got Henry Cavill in a tight spandex suit and The uh, okay. Rock in a tight okay. spandex suit. Okay. So, so, yeah, she loved the, it. 
yeah. so she loved the credit roll <laughs> <laughs> no she she liked that she actually liked the whole movie um right. yeah it was kind of she do, she doesn't like superheroes that are angsty which is where Marvel went for a while. So she kind of got turned point, off. Touché. Um, so like Black Adam was straight up. I did this. I didn't do this. Then it was revealed something else happened. And yeah, it was, it was a decent little plot development. Yeah. Guys, Bones and All is better than that movie. <laughs> <laughs> do I buzz you for that or not? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I, I only got a little bit left here. So go ahead. I, uh, part of the raving review from one of my co-hosts i watched um i didn't i watched white lotus the second season and then i did enjoy it and i thought it was good so press play on the first season i'm a couple episodes in so that's that's all i've done gotta finish it because um, the first episode wasn't my favorite but i i got into it i really did of the first season the second season you never seen the first season that's what I was saying. I watched all of the second season because they, they're kind of standalones, right? Like, and now now that I really know that it truly, like what the connecting tissue is with Jennifer Coolidge, it doesn't right. matter. I don't right. feel like okay. I lost anything by watching the second one first. Okay. Um, it put I'm me gonna, in a I'm weird space back. too. I feel like Mike White very successfully like puts you in that weird vacation brain. Yeah, where, on like, purpose, yeah. I, I kind of mm. feel like it was like very, it was a little delirious, like watching it and finishing it, like, I kind of liked it and kind of hated how I felt like nobody was yeah. really achieving anything. They're just having no. <laughs> conversations. And so it's, it's like, got to be satire. Cause why are they, eat, why are they eating at the hotel every night? You know what I mean? It's gotta be satire. Cause if they were, uh, Italy, cause they, that hotel is stuck on that real dude. I want to go there immediately. I don't want to go have fights with, uh, with Elizabeth and, and fucking ruin our relationship. Like everybody else does on this show, you but don't. I want to go to that resort and I want to fucking, Oh my God, that was gorgeous. Sicily. Shout out. Yeah. Um, Sicily. Yeah. Let's do it. If we get hits in Sicily, we're just going to start shouting out fucking. Yeah. We'll start doing guest appearances over there. Someone, someone can fly good. us over. How about you, Jeff? What did you watch? Okay. So I did not watch any, None of us have seen anything Christmas related, which is great. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to start tonight. <clears throat> well, first things first. This world you can watch eight is... different versions of Scrooge. I heard the oh, World Cup was great, and I was fucking working guys. all weekend on some projects, and I missed everything. I heard it was incredible. Guys, the whole this whole World Cup was great, and Cutter is the whole thing is so. I, I'm happy that an Arab country got the World Cup. It was obviously just riddled with corruption and death and crime. Dude, three and, reporters and, and... died in like four days. <laughs> um, Fifty-six hundred. It was a little, it was a little dicey. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not as many as migrants who died. It was it was really the yeah. whole thing was insane. Well, security guard died as well. He fell off one of the upper levels. Oh man! Like, yeah. And he wasn't drunk. We Guys, know. Can I just talk about how the, it was great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. That's that's what's funny because we should remember that this can't ever happen again. Yeah. I mean, they they literally moved the World Cup to the middle of the soccer season. <laughs> For other not the middle because it's it's getting cold now but like you know other leagues would have been playing by now yeah and they had to stop because it's too hot and cutter during the summer even though south africa is the middle of fucking winter but we still played the world cup in the summer for us then and they just had to wear long sleeves but we moved it for Qatar because it's too hot and they had to build new stadiums and migrants died and goddamn this fucking world cup was amazing it was so good both world cup both semifinal mm. matches were, were kind of blowouts yeah. but really fun this world cup final was so incredible uh but i also watched a movie too <laughs> i watched um i i really think that this is an important movie i listened to the james cameron videos about you know why he makes these kinds of movies and all of his movies and the activism what did you watch 
I, I think The Big Short is one of the most important movies of my lifetime. 2012. Um, I think the way that they were able... Is it 12? 14? Doesn't matter. 2015. 14. 14, 15. I think that the oh, way yeah. that they were able to make that kind of satire and, and and something informative and educational also really entertaining. I don't think it... I like just Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. those characters, anytime they're in a scene, I, 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 I eat it up. I've seen some of their scenes 10 I times. I could watch that movie that's, on repeat. That's, that's but, the movie me and John saw by accident. It's And it's so <laughs> incredible. It's so incredible. Yeah, we were going to see... Um, I think it was Hateful Eight or it was something. Uh, it was something that was supposed to be on and it wasn't on till the next week. We fucked up the time. And so oh, we ended up sitting funny. in this one. And like it's, oh. it's like at fucking 10.30 at night, we're sitting in the big short. And it's so great. Like John's just sitting back having a laugh and I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck me. I, I understand half the things they're saying because I've worked in a bank for too long. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Some of them require two or three viewings. So anyway, I, I wanted to see something similar. So I watched Margin Call for the first time, which is an incredible cast. Obviously, it's very mm. white, but it's very telling of the time. It's um, Kevin Spacey, Jeremy Irons, who I, I, anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Jeremy Irons fan. Who isn't? I'm typing. Um, Stanley Tucci, Zachary Quinto, Penn Badgley, Demi Moore. Jeez. And it's it's a fictionalized account of basically how fucked up the system is to create wow. that. So unfortunately, they only use the word mortgages once. I feel like they could have informed us a little bit more about what happened. But um, they essentially, lead, it leads up to a, a fire sale of stock that they know is fucked up. And so if you've seen The Big Short, it's almost like we just take a little tiny segment of when they knew that they were long on housing and they were idiots because they were literally ruining the housing market that they were yeah. long on. They were ruining mortgages for everybody. Everybody was defaulting and they didn't give a fuck because they thought everybody needed housing. And all these people were betting against it. And rather than owing these strangers billions of dollars while also destroying the very market that they created, they sold these burdened assets to other unsuspecting dickheads. Then gave the, like they just literally bank greed just ruins the planet and they knew they'd get away with it. And it's so fucked up. And margin call is just essentially one of the banks doing that for one day, hedging their losses to an unsuspecting market that didn't exist before and should never have existed in the first place. I know that sounds really specific and and it's it's ahead of my like brain capacity anyway, but I do think they do a really, really good job. It makes you hate them. Did they cut out the bit where they went to the government after that for a bailout? No, how fucking oh. funny is that, right? Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. That's the best. That's the best part of the Big Short. It's just that Steve Carell monologue that was like, they knew, they knew that if they were toast, the economy was toast, and the government would save them so that they could do whatever they want. That's like the most important part of yeah. the whole fucking Big Short. Anyway, sorry, we're dragging on people. Anything else you two want to say before we head out? Nope. Thank you. Terabytes guys. of Pandora and erotica. That's, guys, that's... that is that is the cloud software he is using is not good for the planet. I hope he knows that. <laughs> 